This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. So fancy. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. Today we're going to talk about Metroid, Golf Story, and Brian's 10 minutes worth of gameplay in Stardew Valley alongside a handful of news. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch our show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And as always, we would appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatchers such as iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. So anyways, uh, before we jump into all that stuff... Uh, is it, we haven't really played anything else other than like Destiny, right? I've uh, played a bunch and of these stuff. these little games and things. I mean, yeah. well, I let's mean, get the, let's get the Destiny thing out of the way, Alex. Let's talk about the raid. Okay. We actually we got to raid. Yeah, so I I, I got back from Japan and uh, I, I can talk about Tokyo Game Show a little bit as well. Yeah. There's a few different things I can talk. I about. I think you're going to be doing most of the talking. Uh, I, that's fine. That's not desirable, but okay. <laughs> um, so we got back from Japan. Put on my big boy pants, got ready to raid, and we raided last Thursday night. Uh, it was a crew of eight people total, I think, because we had a couple rotations <laughs> yeah. for several different reasons. Yeah. Yep. It was and, almost uh, the uh, Midwest Game Nerds all the way, but almost. I gave up. We, we I threw we, in the towel. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't really know how much to say. I don't know that we need to like do a play-by-play of the raid because I don't know what people want to well, know I mean, and what they don't want to know. Of it. Yeah, there is a full video of it up on Twitch. It's pretty good. It sucks because Corey didn't have his uh, his voice set to share, so you can't hear some of the people that are talking. Um, his but, great renditions of uh, how bizarre, how bizarre with lyrics from the Destiny raid, which which were pretty funny to at least John and Corey and I. <laughs> That's pretty much why I quit. <laughs> Standing on this pillow while you're shooting bottom dog. <laughs> how bizarre! How bizarre! I can't escape it. But uh, no, it's uh, I made a little clip of a joke that John made. Because we were looking for somebody to replace Brian, since Brian was quitting. And oh, somebody, I knew there were people somebody, lined up. Somebody was like, "Well, there wasn't anybody anybody lined up." But uh, somebody quit, or so, somebody was logged on, and John or somebody was like, "Who is this?" And then Brian's like, "Oh, that's the guy from work. He hasn't done the raid yet, though." And then John was like, "He hasn't done the raid yet." And then Brian's like, "No, he hasn't." And John goes, "How bizarre!" <laughs> and I I saw it coming about ten oh, milliseconds man. before it hit, and it just destroyed me when you did it because it was it was just so funny but anyway back to video games yeah back to games <sighs> the yeah. destiny raid is cool <laughs> i talked with zach for like another 45 minutes after we got treasure chests opened and stuff and the underbelly he was probably really sad that you were like a little underwhelmed no no I, I think he understands where i came where i came from like it it, it it's Number one, it was hard being the person who had not run it before. Hmm. The idea that I could be the one to let you guys down, even though we all let ev- everybody it was mostly down. Mostly Brian. <laughs> <laughs> everybody let everybody By leaving, down. Maybe. I'm just, I was yeah. doing just, just fine. I'm just playing. 
Let every, everybody let everybody down in some way or another. At I some didn't point, jump so. into a pit randomly. <laughs> Did I do that? No, I'm pretty You're sure. Singing pal. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, he did do that. Um, <laughs> Duets. And and this is the thing is like people I think are here. Like I, I I saw how Giant Bomb had done their raid thing. I didn't watch any of it until afterwards. I still need to watch more of it. But they they have about 24 hours worth of raid that they have recorded because they tried three different times. One time they were way too low of a power level to do it. Like I was expecting a lot. And so the fact that my first time through, obviously with five other people on the team that knew what they were doing, I was able to finish it the night of in three hours and 20 minutes was pretty nice. That's good. And I, I was... We could do it faster than that, We too. totally could. Yeah. That gauntlet part, the other two times we did it, went way smoother. Yeah, I don't necessarily... I don't, and I don't blame the difficulty on the gauntlet on you being a first-time raider of that. It, it was just like... The gauntlet is the sort of thing where I wish it was always the first thing we did because if it, if I could just get it out of the you way, clear that, yeah. then you're, you're yeah, because it's it is for me for some reason it is the most frustrating part of the whole raid. Yeah, so we spent about an hour and twenty five minutes of that three hours and twenty minutes in one segment of the raid out of like what three four four segments or something yeah, four, like that. Four segments, not counting the Castellum. So it. it it, there was a level of frustration with that. Like, it just was too... Um, the the idea that we were sitting down and it didn't feel like it was going as smoothly and whatever, I, it, it kind of put me in a bad mood, not to mention that I was just, like, stressed, being like, oh, my God, I don't really know what's going on with any of this. But you guys did, and were just kind of installing me into the most... Um, not, not, I don't want to say easy, but like the the Zach called them the most boring jobs, but they're just kind of the ones that are easier for me to do as a first time player, and and I don't know. All I, in all, I'm admittedly awful at the game in general. I think like I think I'm terrible at it, and like I usually pick up those those boring roles because I still find them difficult. Yeah. <laughs> because no. I, I feel like I'm that bad at the game that there's still like, it's, I like the challenge, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but even like during the gauntlet, like the phases of, of ads that come in, in between the running, uh, I just like, I, for some reason have so much trouble killing the ads and I, maybe I'm just that bad of a shot. I don't, I don't really know, but yeah. Well, and I was also really worried about the, um, I remember hearing a lot of people talking about, you know, getting to Callus and not having ammo and that kind of thing, which was cool because it made me very healthily juggle my my weapons. I was like, all right, I've been using my scout a lot. I'm going to switch to my my energy weapon. So that that was kind of fun. Yeah. Like I was able to get ahead of that, so it wasn't a problem for me. But um, that- all in all. Go ahead. The ammo part is usually during that encounter, like during halfway the through one? it. Okay. If you do, if you take more than two phases to kill him, you're pretty much out of ammo. Okay. And that's a problem. Well, that worked out because we died the first time before the first fa- damage phase even started, and then the second time we beat him in two two yeah. phases. Yeah. So, um, I like that encounter. It's it was yeah it was fun. It, it, even though I had the boring job, I wasn't in the shadow realm, and I wasn't really doing anything with the scions either. I wasn't helping out John and Zach with that. But um, I think it's a very interesting thing. The idea that they have this culmination at the end of the game of like this is the most challenge 
and the most mysterious part of this game. Uh, I think that's very cool. What I do wish was different about the raid in Destiny 2 is that I wish that the mechanics that are used in the raid were built upon from the game, from the rest of the game. None of those segments has anything like that in any of the rest of the game. And I wish that instead of having people beating their head against the raid for 8, 16, 24 hours, that if you are smart enough to put the pieces together, you would have been able to have the solutions to those puzzles from playing the game. Okay, I can see that. I think that would be a much more cohesive and meaningful experience rather than just like, oh, I don't get this at all, so I cannot progress. Like, if, if they had... Like, if the strikes, like, set up different mechanics in each of them to they then add together... They did start to incorporate that type of thing a lot in, uh, in D1. Like, yeah, the Taken like, King and, and the Rise yeah. of Iron. Yeah, they started doing... Like, they pulled out some of the Vault of Glass mechanics and put them into other missions and things like that. Yeah. I wish they did that here, and yeah, I don't think they, they did Yeah, they anywhere. haven't done it too much. I'm actually pretty underwhelmed at, like, how few of the strikes actually have mechanics like that yeah. this time around. But, yeah, um, it, like, mostly with the strikes, they're very straightforward, and I think it would be... They're good, I mean... They're, they're, they're just, good, but they're very much like, go here, kill these people, go here, kill these people. There's yeah. some of them that are like, grab the orb and take it to this thing to take down a shield, which is uh, fine. Yeah. Like, they have little bits and pieces there, but I think they could build a more cohesive thing, like a more cohesive story and experience that builds to the raid rather than just... I mean, Here's a bunch of brand new mechanics that you are going to need to either, one, wait for other people to figure out, or two, get lucky until you realize what's going on. One we, of the problems is they can't actually have the same type of mechanics in the rest of the game because you're not rolling with a fire team of six. Like, a lot of these weird, puzzly things that they do just wouldn't work with a smaller group of people. That's true. That makes sense. Which, uh, yeah, that, that makes it a much more, di- makes my request a much more difficult task. Obviously, they'd have to Six figure Six-man fire out. teams all around, all the time. <laughs> that'd yeah, be cool. Obviously. No, that'd be, that, that would make sense. I want to roll patrol, you know, with six people. I just want 6v6 PvP back. That's what I, I want really, rumble back. It'd be sweet if there, were, if there were strikes that you could, like, team up with another fire team to do. Yeah, even it's that would the be raid. cool to me. Well, yeah, but <laughs> well, some if you don't have three some odd hours to dedicate to a raid, and you would rather just run a strike yeah. in twenty. minutes. I mean, I would totally be cool with them having like smaller raids, just more often. Yeah, like you know, they have the four encounters or whatever. Why not just have like two, two encounters? Four, yeah, like you do one part, then maybe there's like an in between part, like that, uh, like when you're. Grabbing all those staffs yeah. to open the doors, yeah. and then there's a boss done. Yeah, and so and at the end of the day, I think it's an interesting experience. I'm just interested to see, like Crota's end. I don't. It's not. I everybody said that it's not a particularly good raid, and that's the only other one that I've actually finished. So I'm kind of interested to go back and maybe run Wrath of the Machine or even King's Fall or some of those just to kind of like understand more um completely kind of how the raids have evolved over time uh, yeah um but i'm interested to see what they do if this is going to be like a hey the rumored whatever of osiris coming out in december if that's still stands or is going so. to happen is that going to have a raid with it we don't really know i, yet. I, I would hope, hope so. so i mean yeah. 
by the time Destiny 1 was done, sort of done, I mean, it's still online, um, they had four raids, so yeah, they got to start taking them or uh, releasing them soon, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know if they're going to shoot for a three-year life cycle for this game. I would not, hope that they try to go two. back to the more cohesive, because that's the word of the day, apparently, uh, vision that they had where where the idea so the of Destiny 2 is now just going to become the launcher for Destiny for the rest of the franchise's lifetime. Right. They until can drag it, it out, Destiny 2. Yes, yes. Destiny 2 plus <laughs> 1. Uh, but in that that way, all of this stuff is still accessible, and your character does actually move on, and maybe the power goes up to like a thousand or something. Like I, I don't yeah, know. That would be cool. How that would go? But yeah, that's called an MMO. Well, that's that's, that's what it was what supposed it to be. <laughs> it's you know? the in- like intent. That, yeah, that was kind of what they wanted to do with it. So I, I mean, would, I would be totally fine with that. Yeah. But well, and here's the thing: if they somehow built like a tool that allows them to be like, hey. We don't have a new raid for you this time, but guess what? Here's Wrath of the Machine in the D2. That's what I want is for them to take all the D1 stuff and bring it into... That would they, be they the smart way to do it. They reworked the whole engine of D2. Yes. Like, they made a new engine that made it easier for them to update to create faster. content, yeah. So, bring... I want to go back to Venus. I want to go back to the moon. I want to do all the things I did in I D1 could, kind of all over again. And I can see them... patrolling those destinations Well, what would again. be sweet... Get, get this. What would be sweet is if they roped it into the whole... Vex time warp kind of shit. So, like, you jump through a time warp to go back in time to D1 and be able to run through all that stuff. And so all they, of a sudden, the graphics are worse. So, they make it, yeah, they make it into, <laughs> they basically, like, it, be, it becomes part of the lore. Like, that would be awesome. Well, and even if they did so. the thing kind of where with, um, with the Rise of Iron, with the SIVA outbreak and stuff like that, where you could run through levels in a different orientation or right. that kind of thing, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, you're, you're back to doing patrols in the Cosmodrome. Like, I don't necessarily want to see that. But Please, if they were like, no. hey, we don't have a new raid for you well, yet. Well, no, I don't mean that necessarily. But take the mechanics that they've created for D2, implement all of that into the D1 like environments, and let us play through the D1 content as if it were part of, you know, like, yeah. I want to play all of it, like, cohesively. <laughs> But I was going to say, you know, now that you've explained now that you've explained yourself about the raid, I feel like you you don't seem as callous about I, it. And I, it's given me <laughs> How long were you waiting to do that? I've been waiting like 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't I don't approve. Shut up. But, You're uh, wearing a shirt that says team dad jokes. Go fuck yourself. That's fine. That's the, all right. Touche. Uh yeah, no, I think I needed some time to digest the experience, and I think, um, I think, I don't know if I'm going to run it that many more times. I, obviously, I'll, I'll help people out when they want to run it. If you guys need like a fifth or sixth, like, well, actually, prestige mode starts. We'll get this don't week. give a fuck. <laughs> we'll get. Do into not that. care. That comes straight up. Come don't with care. Our, with our yeah, news, we can talk our about news that. items. Yeah. But, I thought I was pretty much done running it, but then I read about that. I'm like, shit, I yeah, guess I well, gotta do it again. Yeah. No, I need all. I need the armor set. The armor's sweet. I've got the boots and the Good chest point. piece. It's all pretty rad looking. The, yep. the weapons are super rad. Like, I actually have an auto rifle that I kind of like now. Um, so, I don't... It, it's... Yeah. It was good. It was interesting. Um, I feel like I'm ready to kind of not play any more Destiny 2 unless it's to like help Rick get to the point where he can do the end game stuff. Oh, you should do Trials of the Nine as well. Yeah, I would like to try some Trials as well. That's the other thing, is that I did play some PvP. 
I kind of figured out how to have fun with it. I don't know if they did the whole... Like, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but in the original Gears of War, when they did the PvP, they made it so that your first time playing the game, your weapon would do more damage. No way. Yes, because they knew that if you won more in your first couple experiences, you would come back and play more. <laughs> that makes sense. So I wonder if there's something similar in yeah, Destiny 2. Because no. my first couple rounds, I was like, oh my god, I'm a god right now. Well, I think it, it's because it tries to match you to people that are somewhat close to your skill level, I think. or does it I don't, not do I that don't know how any of the matchmaking works. Actually, I don't works. know if it does that anymore. It I don't used know. To. But here's the thing. like I, I play... I, played like three or four rounds of the like hey do these so that you can unlock the actual right do, kind do of shit. two quick play do two two competitive, competitive yeah now you can do trials and then. and i rocked all four of those and i was like oh my god this is awesome I am the pvp guy yeah exactly i don't need to play anymore so i'm done no i'm just yeah kidding, i don't know but. how the matchmaking works necessarily i just know that the i'm i'm playing better in pvp now than i ever did in d1 i think yeah and I don't. I don't necessarily attribute that to who I'm playing with per se, but it's definitely a team oriented. I will say, activity now. like working as a team of four is much easier to understand than trying to be on the same page as five other people. And right. it, well, and splitting up two and two is is, is a lot more clean than than doing yeah. two and one. Yeah. Of, <laughs> two and one, right? Yeah. Or one and one and one. Odd man out, as is Aww. most most yeah. often, but. Uh, no, it, it, it's, it was fun. Even like, I wasn't even chatting with people. It was just randos and we were just playing together. I like the, uh, the, the modes that they have going on, uh, more than I did in the beta. Um, but no, it was, it was cool. It's cool. And I, I would like to pl- try some trials cause I haven't yet in this game. Got um, one more day this week. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if or that maybe happens. later. If you guys want to leave this immediately and then go play some trials, I can do that probably, for probably a little while. Well, I'm going to have to edit and <laughs> pack up my food that I'm cooking for the week. Okay. Uh, Somebody else might be on. Yeah, that's true. Anyways. But anyway, enough, Destiny 2 is cool. Enough Destiny. Yeah. What else? I played some other stuff. Uh, I bought P-Cross S on the Switch. I don't even know no what idea that what that is. Do you guys remember like the Picross games that you could... It's like a it's almost like a Sudoku, but it was on Super Nintendo and Nintendo nope. like that. No. So basically what it is is you have a grid and you are given numbers at the top of the column and the left side of the row that's kind of like in this row there's a group of five and then a group of one. And that means you, you either turn it blue or you leave it white. So you turn it blue, and like there's five that are going to be touching each other, and then one that's on its own, so it's not connected to those five in any other way. You have to kind of cross-reference the information in order to fill out a puzzle. Okay. That makes like a little pictorial. It's usually like a 10 by 10 grid, so it's not like anything fancy. Yeah. But um, it's a pretty cool game. It's fun. It's only $8. It's a very like standard nintendo experience like there's been picross games on like everything since the game boy i think mario picross was like one of the first ones that ever happened and this is the same developer doing it now that was doing it back then um so it's fun it's eight bucks it's if you're looking for something to play on your switch especially on the go it is bite-sized you can pick it up do a puzzle put it down it's awesome it was great and um I got to play the Super Mario Odyssey demo. 
that is oh yeah at, i checked that out for like 10 minutes when i was there did the you other day. i played all the way till it kicked me off because i played too long was kind of, which i think was like five or ten i minutes. was kind of in a hurry so unfortunately okay. but it was cool to see it it's actually awesome play it. it's awesome what makes it so awesome? It's just, it feels like Mario, even though there's weirdly different worlds and things going on. It, uh, I was playing with the motion controls, and you can, like, kind of throw Cappy with the motion controls to attack enemies and things that. like That's that. Cool. Um, and the, the whole conceit of the game is you're going to these different, like, locations to go and find moons like these little shiny moon things instead of stars like they have been in the past or like in super mario 64 but there's tons of them throughout every open world kind of area and that's the thing is that it feels like kind of open world mario in a way okay like it's on a smaller scale but it's still open world and it's fun to just kind of run around and find these different puzzles there was another thing that was really sweet was that there was a moment where I could go into this thing that would then turn me into a 2D Mario on the face what? of like of a of a building or something. So you'd be playing like an original NES Mario style layout on the side of this wall, and no then way. when you go and jump out of it, you become normal Mario again, and you're back in the 3D world. Nice. So it looks like there's going to be a ton of awesome mechanics. I'm super hyped to check I it out at the end of this month. Started in some weird town. Yeah, was it the one with like ice crystals going yeah. out of the ground? Yeah, same. Talked to some people. Mm-hmm. I bought a new hat. That's cool. I didn't buy anything, but yeah. that, and it looks like each location is going to have a currency. So I don't know what coins oh, do because like you also get coins. Yeah, there's you can. <laughs> can turn I in, break down my old hat for the, ascendant yeah, shark? You can turn in the coins from that world into <laughs> Sorry, somebody that shards. will allow you to increase your rep with the Goombas. Yeah, no, I don't know, but. Anyway, that looked awesome, and then uh, I did from my trip to Japan. I, I don't want to talk this much, guys. I Sorry, bought man. two souvenirs from Japan. One of them is I Am Setsuna on Switch, which only came out physically in Japan. That's cool. It also cool. has English in it. Nice. Oh, cool. So you can switch it to that. And then I also bought the Seek and Dead Setsu collection because <sighs> they're not releasing it here as far as we know. Oh, badass. But it's got one, two, and three on it. I haven't really played much of either of these yet, but I'm excited to check is them out. Is there an English version of that, or is it all? Sadly, no. It's all in Japanese. But we are getting the remake of Seek and Dead Setsu 2, Secret or Mana, in February of 2018. Yes, sir. And um, maybe that will lead to more remakes or the release of this thing, and then I'll be like, why did I buy this? Why That's not? entirely possible. Yeah. Um, just to speak about TGS really quick, I took a bunch of video with the GoPro while I was there. I'm hoping to edit it together into something cool. I didn't get to play any games because I got there at 9.30 and all of the appointments to play games were taken. So you could basically sit in a line and be like, hey, uh, if somebody cancels, then we'll pull somebody from this line. You don't get to choose what you play and you don't get to figure out when it happens. You just Mm. have to stand here for the rest of the show. Do you... Can you at least watch people play? Can you you could watch people play, that? but the thing is that I got so flustered and like there's so many fucking people there that I was like, I can't yeah, but do you're this taller anymore. Taller than most of them, right? No, no, no. Okay. They, it was mostly foreigners. <laughs> like there were a lot of other people there. Yeah, that and were... all the radioactive stuff has made them grow <laughs> quickly over time. But uh, do you see Godzilla? I did not see Godzilla. Um, That's a good thing. There were a lot of really cool things. They had a thing there for Detroit Become Human, the new David Cage game. Yeah. They had a display case for the androids 
they they hired actors to go into the display case and just stand there and like look at people and just kind of subtly Weird. move their faces and that's kind of creepy they it were was, actually Android. it was so cool <laughs> like it looked insane so I, ha- I have some of that on video so i'll post that they had a nice VR section you that had... You shouldn't have told us they were actually people. We might have believed they were Android. Maybe whatever. they actually are Android. They might be. I wouldn't know. What do we know? Um, Except we all saw Blade Runner this weekend. I did not yet. Oh, you didn't? No, I haven't. Dude. I wanted to rewatch the I honestly, first. if you had seen it, I was going to be like, fuck game nerds this week. Let's, let's do, talk about let's Blade, do Runner. Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Um they announced the Zone of the Enders VR. Yeah, they're they remastering it yet again in 4K, but then they're also adding VR to it if you have PlayStation VR. Um, I saw some people playing that. It looked it looked pretty good. It looked I don't like know a remastered how version. good that game will actually translate to VR because of the quick movements and like how it played normally. But yeah. the idea of it just sounds awesome. Well, it was cool because they had like awesome Jehuti like couch type things at the konami booth that you could sit in while you were playing the game that's cool but uh it it looked like they they have it set up so that you're not experiencing the whip fast motion of the original game like you see a reference model of jehuti like moving in the corner so you understand how he's moving because you're seeing it in first person rather than third um so that was cool um they had a Metal Gear Survive was there. They had groups of four people playing it. This is the weird zombie alternate universe Metal Gear Solid game that's coming yeah, out. It's just so weird. Just, you got to do something with that engine. So it made me look. I went back and looked, and there's still only like a play play test of from TGS 2016. So I don't really have a good reference of what's changed since then. The game's kind of winning me over because if you think about it, what it is is it's four-player Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, hmm. That's, with zombies. It, with zombies, there's also like some Fortnite in it. You're like building up things in order to make sure the zombies can't get in. Like there's like infiltration and defense missions, so that if yeah. you're infiltrating a place, then you like set up a beacon and then you have to defend it from all the zombies that get mm. called to it. That's okay. I won't tell Kojima about this. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I'll have to. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm cautiously. I mean, why can't they just on that like? One. Are they just using the Metal Gear name to sell it? I mean, just come up with a new franchise for fuck's sake. Like, I just why? don't. I don't know. It's really weird. I want to hear more about the production of it because I'm wondering if it's really Konami or if it's Konami being like, "Hey, you guys over there, come come make this game." Yeah. Do stuff with this engine that we paid millions <laughs> we paid a of dollars for. of money for. Please let us recoup the investment. Some you would think that maybe the Metal Gear name isn't worth as much as if they were like, "Hey, let's go acquire the license to like right. something bigger. Let's include this in." I don't know, but they're kind of doing the minimal amount of work to try and pull in more money from all the work. I that mean, they did previously. just take that engine and. Make your own version of PUBG with it. That's what it should <laughs> like, be. That would have been. Oh, the we smart might as well just do. get into the news because of that. <laughs> well, we'll, did, we'll get there. Have you guys played anything else? No, just uh, Destiny. Of I've course. only played Destiny. Uh, I'm gonna set up a word of the day thing, really? like Pee Wee Herman, for this, so I can hit ah! it. Okay, I, I did play. Um, I played some Stardew Valley. I played like. 10 minutes of it, maybe. I, yeah. I made a character. I watched the cinematics. I wandered around my new shitty farm for a minute. I played with my clearance BB-8. 
That's good. And then um, I actually I picked up uh, Divinity Two Original yeah. Sin a few weeks ago, and I played that for a couple hours. It seems like it's gonna be really awesome. It's really fucking hard at first. Yeah. I mean, you can pretty much like you can pick between a bunch of classes, or you can make your own and. There's just a lot to it, and yeah. it's, it's pretty in-depth, and you can use the environment. I've heard some people figured out ways to like beat bosses in ways that the uh, developers never even Didn't intended intend. to be possible. So is um, it is it kind of scratching that Witcher it's itch? Not, uh, nah. Like what, what, if I get the itch for the Witcher, I have... You play the Witcher. I have both of the expansions yeah. now, and they're like, I think each... 20 to 30 hours long. Probably. That's fair. And, uh... I just don't... I, I have no frame of reference for Divinity. Like, I have no idea what the game looks like. It's... Every time somebody said Divinity, I think I thought of, like, seven other games that they I had, thought There was, was a bunch of old, old Divinity games. Okay. I apparently own some of them. It must have been from a <laughs> Humble Bundle or something. Yeah. Um, like, I own Divinity 2, but it's not Divinity 2 Original Sin. Okay. It, hmm. The original Sin storyline is like a completely different one, I guess. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I couldn't really tell you what it's about at this point. <laughs> okay. I, I'll have but to look into it. It looks I've, really nice. Yeah. Uh, you can play either a regular version of like... You can play like elves, humans, whatever, when you're making a character. And then you can play undead versions of them. Hmm. And you have to... That changes like everything you do. Yeah, socially, because if anybody catches on that you're undead, if your face isn't covered or whatever, they freak out. Because I mean, you're fucking dead. Yeah, and obviously people are uncomfortable with that. (laughs) But you have different mechanics there. Like I, I rolled an undead elf, and the cool thing is, is everything that would normally poison other characters actually heals heals you. you, And I think eating food actually hurts you. It's like the other way around. Yeah. So I was thinking about it. Because there was like this, the first creature I encountered that I had to fight was spewing out like poison or whatever. And apparently you could just stand in the poison and puddle. And it heal you. And yeah, and it heals you. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. That's pretty cool. One of the things that really interests me about that game that I heard, uh, the replay guys talked about how it has like a dungeon master mode. Yeah. That you can basically create your own campaign with it and like somebody's controlling it as a DM and then you can have other players come in and play through it. That's cool. It's like a, like an enhanced guild it, kind yeah, of situation. Yeah, it does have, I believe, up to like four-player co-op. Sweet. Which it, there was a D&D It's turn-based, but it's only turn-based when you go into combat. Okay. So otherwise, you're just wandering around in real time. There, yeah. there was a D&D game that I, don't, I think it's out now that, that is the same sort of mechanic where you can create your own. It's, it, it is legitimately a Dungeons & Dragons game yeah. that has a DM system in it where you can engineer your own campaigns. So. It's, um, but Divinity is like so popular, like... Yeah, it's, yeah, they've been at it for longer, so yeah. it's kind of yeah, it's uh, action point based too. Okay, so do you see the monsters on in the world, and then like you approach them and start mm-hmm. combat? Okay, yeah, it's not like random. Encounters. No, it's not okay. like you get sucked into the vortex in the ground. Final Fantasy. I think that was one of the reasons why I never played those games. It always irritated me. Yeah, just watching people play it. But. The only time it irritated me was when I was trying to grind and I couldn't find a battle. Yeah. 
but then there were the times where I was just trying to get from point A yeah, to point B. Yeah, when you have B, like 10 health you know, left like, and no potions, you're yeah. like, oh. And like you try to get from A to B, and it's like every three feet you get hit with a random encounter. <laughs> but then when you're trying to grind, you can't find a single one. Like The only game I've ever played that had something even remotely like that was the original Dragon Age had random encounters. Yeah. yeah. You'd just be going down a road, and all of a sudden, shit like that would Well, the happen. funny thing is that like all of the newer RPGs find ways to help you not play them like that anymore. Right. <laughs> like, whether it's Bravely Default, where you can kind of like bank turns so that you can just destroy somebody like right at the beginning, or like certain games allow you just... I think the same... I think Bravely Default also just allows you to turn off random encounters. If you're like... I'm at the end of this dungeon, I actually beat the boss, but I'm dead and I cannot make it out of here. You can just turn off the random encounters, get all the way back to town, heal up, huh. and then go from there. So it's kind of weird. It's it's a weird genre where they've kind of been like, hey, turn-based RPGs have a market here, but also people don't really want to play them that much. Right. So we're going to allow you to skip over it in some ways. It's just well, with just the way technology is now, having random encounters doesn't really like. It made sense back in the day, like to have some kind of random number generator going to decide when you actually get into a battle. But now it's like you have so much freedom as a character in the world. They want to yeah. extend that beyond just you know the actual movement through the, the with, realm. With the development of like Western RPGs, obviously, yeah. like it made the, the Japanese RPGs kind of change the way they work. So mm-hmm. I, it's cool, but anything else? Um, Tiny Four is a troubleshooter. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, I installed Forza Seven. I bought a disc copy just because it's cheaper. Yeah, but the downside is I won't be able to play it on PC. That sucks. But um, yeah, I checked that out, or I thought I was going to check it out, and then it just it wouldn't launch. Mm. So then I uninstalled it. And reinstalled it, and then it had to update. It was like 35 gigs or something ridiculous. So I played Destiny for like an hour <laughs> or two. And then I checked it out, and then... Yeah, it's cool. I mean, yeah. I've heard, heard, they're always fun. I've heard but, uh, the people are, are up in arms about the loot box situation. So you Yeah, have to they already changed it. That. Did they? Well, they were... The thing that I heard that people were really pissed about... Was the VIP membership thing? Yeah, was a consumable. Yeah, it's like it gave you like a bonus like five times or something, and that was it. Whereas VIP status and all the other games just gave you double payouts on credits if you if you bought that like the ex, the higher version or whatever, right? Just you, if you bought the VIP thing, yeah. which is like the VIP pass is usually like fifteen twenty bucks. Okay, you get like a few extra cars, and you get the double credit payout thing yeah and that i mean that's an awesome thing to have because you can buy all the cars and stuff in the game that you want a lot sooner yeah um it has 700 cars this time that's cool like i was i was really on the fence this time because project cars 2 came out too and i've been hearing really good things about that Mm -hmm. but that only has like 180 something cars and i was looking at the roster and they're almost all race cars and i like i prefer more real world cars i mean those are real world cars but you know like Everyday cars and stuff like that. You've also got a Gran Turismo out in two weeks. Yeah. Well, have you? You've never played any of the Gran Turismos, have you? Uh, no. You would. You would, you would enjoy them. Sure, yeah. I would like them. Yeah. 
It'd be, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like you to grab it and be able to talk about both games. Like, yeah, even if, even even if you just side. rented it from FamVid, just to like be able to be like, mm-hmm. this is my first experience with one, I think that would be cool. To I hear. have some family video gift cards. I, I mean, yeah, you. I would like to compare them, but I mean, there's only so many racing games I need when they're like, I mean, like, if I yeah. get like Forza Horizon 3 or something, that's different because that's like a, a huge map that, that they fleshed out. Differently, yeah. And. There's lots to explore and stuff like that. Right, Whereas for the motorsports games and or like Gran Turismo, simulator. use real world tracks, yeah. Yeah. and they are the same tracks. It just depends on like right. which edition you get, which tracks you get. I just just know what I've heard is they have like a really good track lineup this time around. Though. Knowing how much you've played the Forza games, I'd be interested to see your opinion on a Gran Turismo game, like how yeah. you feel about like the mechanics behind it and yeah. like the controls and all of that good stuff. I, I just I'd really like to know what you thought. Yeah, how Japanese does Gran Turismo feel? Yeah. Project Cars Two has the best physics. Out yeah. of Interesting, all of them. but it was just the the cars. Yeah, it was like the main reason. Yeah, cool. I forgot about a game. I didn't want to talk about it in our like review, but whatever. It's just going to be what we've been playing round two. Uh, I also played Cuphead, which came out finally oh, for yeah. the Xbox One and the PC. I saw an interesting Reddit post today about, uh, it was the, uh, I don't know what the meme name is called, but the guy who's like, you can't do this if blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He, it was like, you can't have bad reviews if the reviewers can't get past the tutorial. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's been having trouble getting through the tutorial of I Cuphead. I didn't have yeah, any trouble with the tutorial. See, the article I saw today on Kotaku, I think, was that somebody beat all the Cuphead bosses with DDR controls. <laughs> <laughs> So that's awesome. Yeah, it's tough. Like it's really tough, but it's fun because it's basically like so. You have two different kinds of levels so far. I'm not very far in the game. I've beaten three of the levels or two of the levels. There's boss type levels where you are fighting a platformer type boss, like a, a Mega Man kind cop. of boss. Maybe I don't know. I haven't fought that one yet. <laughs> um, th- but then there's also the like basic platformer level type things where it's like we're going to drop enemies here you got to jump at these parts and there's a dash move and all kinds of stuff and it's all about recognizing the patterns and trying to beat them like it feels kind of like a like shoot 'em up traditional platformer yeah but it's just hard yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a it's a very challenging game um there's like a parry move that doesn't work the timing doesn't work the way you want it to ever so it's kind of hard, like certain. Does items. that have anything to do with the animation style? You think, like, is it just hard to judge? I don't know if it's hard to judge, or it's just that they placed it in a place that's not quite. It's just not what I anticipated. Like hmm. the parry has to do with you will have projectiles or something moving at you that are pink or or like a, a light pinkish color that glow, and you have to jump into them and then hit the button again to parry them. And just the timing there is really strange, and I haven't hmm. gotten like it hasn't made sense to me yet. Yeah. Uh, but if you do it, then it builds up your super meter, which gives you like a like a big shot or something. Sorry, I of... still don't know how to parry in Dark Souls. So, <laughs> so it yeah it 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 uh it felt like as soon as I was playing it, I was like, God, this is a total Rick game because I'm just gonna <laughs> die a thousand times and. But he doesn't have uh, an Xbox or a PC with which to play it, so he can't even chime in yet. But uh, it's pretty cool. I, I got it for like 
seventeen ninety nine on Newegg or something like that, and it's cross play, so I could play it on PC as Sweet. well. But hmm. yeah, did you not end up playing any golf story? No, I uh, I'm really way more poor now than I thought I was, okay. so I haven't purchased any games. I do want to pick up Golf Story, and I want to pick up Stardew Valley. I did play Golf Story, but because Mario comes out soon, you, yeah, you might just hold on to saving it. my money. Oh, yeah, I pre-ordered that. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm not. I think we're just gonna have to do all the games right now, and then we can move to news. That's fine. That's, Let's so, do it. Golf Story is very cool. It's an RPG where you're playing like the NES style golf or Mario Golf type golf. Mario Golf on Game Boy Color was like that, and it was one of my favorite games. Yeah, and it it, it feels a lot like that. The writing is a little bit more like pithy or trying to be fun. Uh, it's still a little bit buggy, but I, I know that they're working on it. There's there's apparently a pretty big. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily game breaking, but there's a bigger bug later on that they're still trying to crack. But um, it's 15 bucks and it's on Switch. And if you are looking for a golf game on Switch, uh, it's it's a great kind of game. It's cool because they have different challenges and things that are like, hey, this course is on a mountain and that mountain has a bunch of birds around it and the birds are attacking the golf balls for some reason. So then you have to like figure out, you do a quest to figure out why they're doing that. And then you do a quest to try and like return their eggs to them but their eggs are really hard like golf balls so you can hit them over to them (laughs) so you're like hitting to them in different spaces and there's other quests that are like hey i want you to complete this course but you can only go from bunker to bunker unless you're on the putting green like there's all kinds of different things like that challenges yeah it's cool to see how they're making the different quests like challenging they're making it more than just a golf game yep it's yeah. a golf story. And you level up, you level up and you can put points into stats, but you're like balancing your overall drive with your other control stats. So you could either be like, hey, I'm a tank and can get like a 300-yard drive, but I can't really control where the ball is going. It's the Happy Gilmore. Yeah, so you can kind of play with that a little bit, and you also make money off of the quest, which allow you to buy like can different clubs. Can you get a putter that looks like a hockey stick? I don't know yet. I wouldn't be surprised if you could, but I have not seen one as of yet. What was the other um, piece? It was Shooter McGavin? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Um, there's actually disc golf, too, in it. Uh, like, they put up... There's a section nice. where they put up the, the basket so you can play it like that. You can smoke but, a um, joint and get a buff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not that I've seen as yet. You gotta run from the cops in the park. Right, right. yeah. The game actually starts with your, like, ex-wife or ex-girlfriend calling you to be like, hey, are you gonna pick up your stuff? And then the character's like, no, I have to go back to the golf course. I'm going to become a golfer like my father always That's wanted so me Japanese. to be, like, that kind of thing. It's really funny. So I, I, I'm, I'm, like... <laughs> I Why haven't they made a just a straight up disc golf game? I just want to throw that out there. I don't. They, there was, VR. You can like smoke a joint and then like drink a bottle of kombucha, and it, it makes you really good. At- <laughs> there was a well, maybe disc golf will be in the next GTA. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there was a um, the sport the the Wii Sports type thing that came out for PlayStation Move when it originally came out for the yeah. PS3 did have a disc golf really section yeah. in it. Yeah, and it worked really well too. Huh. So. But anyway, that's Golf Story. Finally, I beat Metroid Samus Returns. I started and beat Metroid Samus Returns on the plane from Japan. And while I was in Japan, that game is fantastic. Yeah. And I'm so excited for more Metroid. And I hope Prime 4 is awesome. 
and there's like hooks at the end of this game that suggest where they might go with it next. And I'm cool. like, oh my god, I want more Metroid. And I it, would just like the Prime series released on Switch right now. Absolutely, yeah, that would be fantastic. If I could play through those games again, it would make me so happy. Yeah. Um, Corey the, and I spent a lot of time playing those games. I know. I played it with you guys. We played the competitive mode if all I the time. If I could play those yep. games at all. Hacker nice. mode. I mean, I played you the would, first you one You don't, you don't have bit. the time to play those games, though. Too You've busy. got so many other games to play. It's too much destiny, right? <laughs> and but Forza. It's really good. I beat it in about 14, 13 hours or something like that. Uh, that was just on the normal mode. There's like two hard modes, one of which is locked behind the Hard amiibo. and harder. Hard and, hardest. hard and fusion. It puts you into the suit from the from Metroid Fusion. Cool. Um, but it's it's really good. And and they added new mechanics into it from Metroid Two. Like it's new from. It, was, it hasn't been in any other Metroid game. Metroid Two was the one on Game Boy. On Game Boy, I did play that one. That actually. then got I never remade. It, but it got remade by like fans as AM Two R, which I played and uh, talked about last year. Yeah. This, I, I only played it on Game Boy, the original. Yeah, which is, like, that's the reason why I never played that game. I was like, this is like, I was used to Super Metroid, yeah, and going back like to NES back sure. or Game Boy Metroid is really hard. So the fact that they've brought it forward to the 3DS, and also, like, they added a new parry system to this as well, where the like the, the monsters will attack you, and you have to, like hit them at the right moment to then stun them, and it also takes less time to kill them if you do that. Yeah. It's That's still really baffling cool. to me why they wouldn't put it on the Switch, though. I agree. I totally agree. It doesn't make any sense. They should port it over immediately. They should stop making games I mean, maybe the they started doing this, like, before the Switch was even announced? Probably. I don't know. I mean, they've been talking about the Switch in some I, terms I for think a couple it, of years it was, now. It's but. more along the lines of they didn't want to, like count all their eggs before they hatched kind of thing like the switch i don't they did not expect the switch to do as well as it has done that's true and but i also think some of it is like i think nintendo legitimately does feel the need to take care of its 3ds owners still well yeah because they're basically what's kept them alive over the past decade yeah and and it's it's nice it's it's very nice of them to be like, hey, we still want you guys to have something to play. This is not the end. The Switch came out, but we're not done with the 3DS yet. That's cool, well, I mean, but I still wish they could put it out for both. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. There there are people that have a 3DS and a Switch, Exhibit A, Yep. who would buy it for both. Yeah. Exhibit A, B, C, whatever. I might not buy it All for the both. exhibits. I would probably buy it for both because I bet like they'd make less of one of them and then it would be more rare and then it would be worth money later on. Sure. Or something. Or the Switch version comes with a crazy ass amiibo of some sort, you know? Like who who knows? But but like what I like there are people that will buy both. (laughs) Like that is that does exist. Like that I mean obviously like we bought Destiny one on two different consoles and we're probably buying it on PC as well. I'm not getting it on Xbox this time. No, I probably not either. But I'll. Probably I turned on my on Xbox PC. the other day. Just to install Forza and seeing how it good was just it looks. Very sad looking. Seeing how good it looked on PC makes me want to have it on PC. Kind of. Yeah. That's really all it boils down to. I may actually get an Xbox. Which that I, I wasn't out. going to before, but now I want to see Forza in 4K. I just need HDR. to know if our if our raid crew is going to pick up Anthem. That's all I need to find out. We'll find out. 
depends on what kind of shape that. Yeah, we'll. we'll if those we're guys, talk if anybody it, from ASL but. are listening, if you're picking up Anthem on PS4, let me know. ASAP. If anybody listening in general is going to pick it up, I'm going to throw it out there again before we switch topics. Though, uh, if you want to jam on Destiny with us, the name of our clan is Age Shacks Location. Yeah, uh, abbreviated ASL. Request an invite, and I will add anybody. Yep. Or message and, us on something, and we'll figure out how to get an invite. Message yeah. us your gamer tag. Your game. You have to message us on tag. AIM before it gets before, yeah, no, shut down. You don't have to do that. But. You have yeah. to say ASL. <laughs> yes. You have to go into an AOL chat room. <laughs> Find one of the discs that was handed out right. at your local Blockbuster <laughs> 30 years ago. What's a Blockbuster? <laughs> Man, but, I had such. I was collecting those for so long. They I were had a ton of them. They were great for frisbee. frisbee I used them for drink well. coasters. There, I had, there were people making like plate like plate armor out of them. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a thing for a while. That's, that's the right way to do it, I think. But um, yeah. Anyways, I, I didn't use these fancy buttons. Like, look, look over here because you see at the top where it says current topic. Yeah, this will be better for a normal episode. But I can take that away and like put this up. And then I can take that away and put this up. Ah, awesome. yeah. Yeah, That's so pretty rad. This, this is for the Twitch watchers cool. out there. But anyway, I bought this thing and it's fun. But anyway, that's, yeah. There's so, no soundboard yet, though. Not yet. Working on no, it. that would be an iPad that I would pipe into the Zoom. So then I just have, like, you want fucking... the pepperoni pizza? The, what the hell is that? <laughs> anyways. Well, we don't need the, the My Arnold CPU soundboard. We only sell pepperoni and bullets. We have I mean, two, we have two Arnold soundboards. You guys do Arnold. Nine millimeter bullets. Almost better than he does, so... <laughs> but, uh... Anyway. How bizarre. Look at the how bizarre. <laughs> like, anytime somebody's like, well, that's strange. How bizarre. I also bought one of these things. I don't know why. I'm probably going to sell it to somebody. We'll just we'll we'll give it away. It'll we'll be give a giveaway it away or something. And then this is this what's is that the, Squeenix thing? You this have is there? the only thing that I got. I got two things from from the oh. from the Tokyo Game Show. This like catalog that shows off yeah, Squeenix something. games. Ta-da! And then some like download card for Let It Die that probably doesn't work in the U.S. anyway. So I don't know. Dude. I was just really overwhelmed and. Uh, <laughs> It, it was cool, but there was a lot going on. Yeah. So, um, I can't read any of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. What is it on Japanese? <laughs> Kanji. Anyway, hey, watch this transition. Since we're going to talk about news now, I'm going to hit this button. Oh, snap. And then it shows oh, look our at Chrome thing. And yeah. we're still up in the upper left corner. Cool. All right. So, news. Uh, so PUBG versus Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. Actually, a lot of our uh, the dudes in the in our ASL have started playing Fortnite and really really enjoy it. So yeah, they seem to like it better than PUBG, which makes yeah. me a little upset. Well, but the, who who has actually played both? Uh, Jeff. Jeff has, has played, played both. both okay. I guess. I didn't know that yet. I, I know that Zach was way was was, yeah, was Zach playing has Fortnite, but yeah. But anyways, the gist of this article is that Epic is the creator of Fortnite. They've made the Battle Royale uh, Fortnite standalone version. And they are being told by Bluehole that Bluehole might be uh, extending some legal action their way for having ripped off a PUBG, essentially. Um, the biggest pub- like conflict of interest here is that they... Well, Epic created the Unreal yeah, Engine, exactly. which is what's used for That's PUBG. License. And supposedly, I think I heard this on the Replay podcast, those guys were talking about how the parent company of Epic asked uh, or wanted to acquire Bluehole. Yeah. And Bluehole turned them down. 
And Blue, Blue Hole turned them down and then said yes to Tencent, I think, who owns yeah. like League of Legends or something. Something uh, like that. And so then the parent company said to Epic, like, let's put them in the ground or something to that effect. Probably. Like, so the issue being that... Or maybe Epic is owned by Tencent. Yeah, There's something weird going on anyway. All this cross contamination, <laughs> but essentially, like, there's, there's, you know, people are up in arms over this because, like, the the idea that, like, at what point does it become an issue that they've created a similar game? See, but like, PUBG is an iteration on like H. Uh, it was H one Z one. Yeah, like earlier games, which is also based off of the Arma Arma mod, right? However, Player Unknown made those. Yeah, or, that's true. Or was part of the development. But then team. also like there's the culling and King yeah, of the Kill. I mean, there's other stuff. There's a bunch there of other sure. games. Like there's the thing. there's the battle royale mode or last man standing mode in GTA. Here's yeah, here's a, what you the rip off too. Here's here's the thing. Player unknown, whatever his name is, Brendan whatever. Blue hole. Blue hole guy. Or he, pu- it's, not, like it's now PUBG Corporation. He's not the one that made this statement either it's this somebody else hole. yeah it, it's the blue hole blue legal hole. team like the entire like, blue hole yeah uh it, this this message came forth out of the blue hole and uh basically no but here's the thing he's at the this dude had such a good idea mr blue hole mr blue hole. <laughs> no player unknown himself who is an actual person oh okay had an idea that was so good that it is now becoming a genre. Yeah. And yeah. obviously people are going to copy it. Yes. The, I'd say the only strange thing about this is the fact that it is epic specifically. Yeah, that the, the, the is people creating odd. the engine. Yeah. And then they like kind of put it out so fast, like, hey, here's that's, this. That's the thing. Even it? though like their game is still in early access. Well, I mean, that's what we get as for well. creating an environment where the only thing, the only games anybody actually gives a shit about are the ones that stream online. Yeah. So, it's, but and that that's the the main. I think the biggest problem here, the reason that Blue Hole is crying into their millions of dollars, is that they're basically just like their Blue Hole filled with cash. You guys have beaten us to the console marketplace because they're obviously like trying to shove the Xbox version out of the door with like all of Microsoft's weight behind it. But yet, Epic comes out and is like, hey, guess what? We had Fortnite. You used to have to pay to get it. Guess what? Now you can download it for free and it's just well, the, play- the, the player deal. unknown it- copy version. Yeah. And it's available on all three consoles. Go ahead. And there's crossplay. Check it out. Uh, well, there's not supposed to be. But well, no, there's crossplay between works. PC and PS4 and there's oh, PC really? between Xbox. Uh-huh. But there there was also PS4 and Xbox crossplay that was right. accidental. So it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought I was just turning the lights on, but I. <laughs> Enabled crossplay. Oh, like hey, you want to see something? <laughs> <laughs> Check, Check this out. <laughs> Nobody's looking. <laughs> Look what I just did. <laughs> but no, that I. So I, I get where Blue Hole's coming from, but well, the funny, the funny thing is, they've already sold so many copies too. Yeah, it's like, I don't see what. No, I, it's this isn't really necessary. The the funny thing about it is. The response I'm hearing from people, and again, my my third or fourth uh, name drop of the replay guys were talking about how like people are, 
are literally saying the only reason I'm playing this is to get ready to play PUBG on a console. Yes. Like yeah. that's literally the only reason they're like, we wouldn't play it if it wasn't free. Like it's a free game and Which, it's literally just getting them in the mindset and, and to understand the mechanics of playing a game like PUBG with mm-hmm. a controller instead of a mouse and keyboard makes total sense. Like, and the Fortnite version of it does have mechanics from Fortnite. Like, you can build structures right. yeah. and stuff like that. And destroy is, them. Yeah, which is different than in PUBG. And there are no vehicles. But... That changes things a lot, too. Because people would just mow down the structures everybody made. That would be awesome. <laughs> Engine-owning shadiness aside, good on Epic for being like, hey, check this I out. I mean, yeah. But, I think this will only make PUBG... Better too, and I think they actually have competition. When, when all of the player base of Fortnite Battle Royale leaves and goes to play PUBG, but that's, it's going to be a pretty telling sign. If they want to keep their player base, just turn on the crossplay completely, that, and that you will retain your entire player base because every every motherfucker out there yeah. will just be so stinky, salty, angry, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'm fuck Xbox, no fuck PS4, well fuck PC," and it's just going to be this like <laughs> back and forth like. It's salt pile that everyone, <laughs> it's just going to be amazing. And so people will stay there because they gravitate towards I just thought of anger. a really good guild name. It should have been the Salt Lick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Somebody well, now else somebody's going to take, gonna take it. it. That's okay. I'm, I'm all right with We're that. We're good yeah. with ASL. But anyways, that's that's my first news story. Yeah. I, I think it's very interesting. And I, I, I'm... Interested to see if they do end up doing anything legally, but it's such yeah. a stupid well, I, I just, situation. I want to know that. what the player base, hap- what happens to the player base after PUBG comes out on Xbox. Yeah. That's what I'm more interested in to see, like how many people actually like, do know this dive is, off of it. This is the moment in time where like Friendster and MySpace and like all of these things were coming together and jockeying for position, and then ultimately Facebook won out. Right. We're kind of getting to that point of like, all right, we've got player unknown, and then there's also now Fortnite is becoming a formidable player, and like, who else is going to join the fray? And then in the end, who's going to? Yeah, win it was out? like you had like Match dot com and like uh, like Plenty of Fish or whatever, and then Tinder was like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it, it, it's an interesting story, and I'm interested. You've got to gotta think that like. Sony is has a team working on a battle royale on game. Yeah, and they'd be stupid because yeah, they, they hired like, Konami to do it with that new. Metal I mean, I guess game. this is your way to play on. I think Sony for, yeah, console Fortnite right now is to play Fortnite. Yeah, I think that's that might be part of that's it. Because yeah, so Sony doesn't have like an early access type thing, but they kind of let Fortnite do it anyway. So it's kind of a weird situation. But. Probably because it was free. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, no, because there were boxed retail copies. For, I don't know. Fortnite is weird, and we don't need to continue talking about yeah. a game that none of us have played. So, anyways, I haven't installed. I am going to check it out just to see what all the similarities are. Cool. Uh, John, do you want to do your other? Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> what? So, yeah, Mountain Dew and Doritos are going to have a. I'm a, so a, good at capture the flag it's an alternate reality me. capture the flag that is happening in new york la and chicago on the weekend of november 10th which is after the xbox one x drops on the 7th so if you live there according to this uh, GameSpot article if you live there or are up for the road trip you can download the drop zone app and take part in a real-time location-based ar game for a chance to win an xbox one x 
nobody really knows how it's going to work exactly, but it's essentially like capture the Generally, flag. Generally, you get a flag, and then you bring it back to your flag. Yeah, it's it's not quite that. It's It sounds more like a Pokemon... Like, Pokemon Go, kind or of dumb. taking yeah, over gyms, taking over a specific location and holding it from other people for an extended period of time. Um, that's so like this, this isn't like Quake Two, and I don't get an AR, no, like a grappling hook or anything. Sadly, no. Um, and if you're attending New York Comic Con this weekend, currently that's happening, like while we're talking, yeah, uh, you can you could have pre-registered for the Drop Zone event. Huh. So. Um, I, They're also allowing you to obviously rack up points and codes and things from b- purchasing Doritos and Mountain Dew. Uh, Bless oh, you, man. That was Jesus. fucking massive. I bumped the mic too. Yeah. Um, gross. Oh my God. Uh, you can rack Did you up. Fired at the scene. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, you can rack up points and codes and things online uh, using, you know, purchasing these items, Doritos, any of the Doritos yeah. items, Mountain Dews, blah, blah, blah. And they're actually going to allow you to use those points to auction off. <laughs> to auction off. Uh, you can, you can, <laughs> I can't talk right now. The, the least elegant thing that has ever occurred in all of history. <laughs> in all of history. <laughs> I'm sure there are far less elegant things that have happened in history. Oh, it's good thing Brian wasn't a ballerina. So you get these codes to do what? You get to auction them? No, I'm like- sorry. Not, you, can, you can use the points to like make bids with the points to win an Xbox One X online, too. So it's like they're okay. creating their own current, like cryptocurrency and their own eBay to like make it so you have to... like. This sounds terribly shady. Yeah, you have to buy a shitload of Mountain Dew and like <laughs> Doritos in so order... In you're, order you're to- buying like... A thousand dollars worth of Mountain Dew and Doritos to, to get, get a five hundred dollar like, Xbox. Yeah, like you have to buy. Like, I mean, it, this is capitalism at its finest. Let's be honest. I mean, go America. You know, I this guess. is the world we live yeah. in now. Uh, Jesus, we're all going to turn orange from the Doritos and we'll look just like our commander in chief. It'll be amazing. Uh, I I highly doubt he smells like nacho cheese Doritos, though. He probably smells like it's Ben probably, Gay diapers. It's probably part of the yeah. The but anyways. Buffet. Yeah, they're they're basically. It sounds to me like they're creating their own cryptocurrency that you you get by buying Doritos. What's and it Mountain called? Dew. It's I don't know. It's Dorito bucks. Yeah, <laughs> Dorito dollars. <laughs> Dollaritos. <laughs> fucking no. It's no. It's like in Destiny. Instead of bright dust, it's orange dust. Yeah, orange dust. <laughs> <laughs> orange orange powder. <laughs> Cheesy orange powder. How many cheesy oh. orange powders do you have? <laughs> I have 10 because I purchased 15,000 Dorito bags. <laughs> so, yeah, it it just, I don't know. That's it's, cool, but I feel like... I just, I, nobody's going to buy the damn thing at launch, so... it's promoting I'm, obesity. When have you Welcome ever known to them to promote games. anything other than obesity? Like, that's, I mean, look at, yeah, the South Park episode with World of Warcraft promoting Jeff obesity. Jeff Keighley, our Doritos Pope, has <laughs> built this on us. <laughs> that's just, yeah. Um... 
but yeah, who, who I can't cares? imagine it's going to work well. Oh, like it's man. connected to all a server I know is system. I've I've always tried to do these things. Like I've all, like whenever they have these contests for this kind of shit, like I'm always like, oh, I, I like Mountain Dew and Doritos, so I'll go buy some and maybe I'll win. But I never do. Or like when they had like the PlayStation Four came out and Taco Bell. Oh yeah, was like, I definitely bought Taco Bell a few more times. Taco than Bell was like, you could win a PlayStation Four, and even though I already had one, I was like, I'm gonna but eat I a bunch of Taco one. Bell because it only cost me five dollars. I get a whole meal and I might win a PS4. <laughs> Never won shit from any yeah. of those things, but it didn't stop me from buying that crap. Clearly, people are going to do this, and if there's anything we know about Mountain Dew and their ability to like coerce people into buying shit for the sake of video games, Call of Duty, anybody, yeah. uh, it, it's going to work out in their favor. So props to you, Pepsi, for dominating that market. Um, but yeah, I, nobody. I don't care about this. I just, I, I want to actually like. I'll probably if I do end up getting a, a Bonex, like I probably won't. <laughs> but if I do get one, I'm just gonna walk into the store and buy one the day they come out because they're not gonna be that hard. Yeah, to find. I don't. Let's I don't imagine it's gonna be that difficult to get them. The thing is, I feel like this. Number one, if there was like some AR capture the flag game, I kind of want to see what it's like because that's cool. Maybe there's something cool there. But then also, I don't feel like it's going to work well because it's going to be like Pokemon Go, and all the servers are going to die when they try to do this thing. So it's right. like, yep, we're not going to drive to Chicago to go and try and do this because that's just going to be a waste of our time. I mean, it'd be funny to go and watch other people doing it. It'd be a good episode. That's true. I don't know. Anyway, now that you said that, I kind of want to go. <laughs> Well, it's the same weekend as Curacon. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it depends gotta, on how we, we figure sort stuff that out. out. But anyways, anyway. that's my last news story. All right. Uh, just in case you thought we were done with Destiny, Brian wanted to talk about some Destiny, too. <laughs> um, yeah. There's the first Iron Banner <laughs> starting you, this did week. Did you read the article? I actually didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Iron Banner starts this week, and they're yes. also going to release the Prestige Raid. There's going to be uh, no like power requirement, or like gear doesn't matter this time yeah, so in the Crucible. The, the important thing about Iron Banner. The important thing about Iron Banner from the first game was that your your power level or your light level actually mattered. Mm-hmm. Where in normal Crucible, it did not matter. It, it mattered in Trials of Osiris. The too, term is, it does not matter in Trials. The of term nine. is level advantages. So the level advantages are disabled now in all Crucible events, including Trials of the Nine. So even for Iron, Iron Banner, Banner, they're disabling level advantages so that it doesn't matter what level your your power's at. I mean, they'll probably say you have to be like level 280 to do this. No, you're going to be level 20 because you can't do trials. Level 20, level 20, and your power level has to be 280 to partake in it in the least bit. But it doesn't actually matter if you're between mm-hmm. 280 and 305. Everyone will be on the same level. I'm kind of bummed out about that because I did like the one PvP thing that I would reliably go back to in Destiny One was the Iron Banner because I liked that like oh I've got this sweet gear and it matters that I have Jellyhorn. Yeah, but so, that's the thing. That's the, <laughs> the best. The best part about it was the best part about it is that it doesn't like it's all skill based now. Like you yeah. actually have to be good. Uh, see, but that's, you, you can't just you can't just have yeah, stronger. But you need shit. those advantages to make up for your lack of skills. Yeah, what you're saying, yeah, right? no. But you the, need the, the Gallahorn buff. But that was what I liked about the division between. You've got Crucible, which is normalized, and hopefully everybody can play and have fun with. I thought you were talking about Ubisoft. Division. I was like, "What? Yeah, excuse me." Then you've also think you got liked anything about that. Then you've also got the Iron Banner, which means that your level advantages matter. You can go in there and whoop ass if you like really played this game a lot and gotten your light level or whatever up there. Mm-hmm. And then there's Trials of Osiris, which is like this is skill based, team based. You need to, you know. 
Well, I think they realize that literally everyone playing the game plays it so much that the levels don't actually matter, and you can just like they're all. It's basically Sweatfest 2017. I it just I I. I liked the way that that system played. And I, so here's the thing. I haven't played any trials yet. So I don't really know what the major separation between trials and competitive crucible is. But then also how is iron banner going to differentiate other than just, Hey, you get these other kinds of tokens that give you other types of armor. That's basically it. That's what it sounds like. So, that's kind of it's disappointing to me that they would make it so that these three distinct PvP options are now more samey. They just give you different rewards. Like I, that doesn't really make that much sense well, to that's me. That's essentially what they did to the entire rest of the game, though. Is they just made everything the same. You just get different rewards. I mean, you can go to any planet. You can get an armor specific armor set See, specific to the planet. But I didn't go to Nessa. Like I didn't go to to Mars on the first game to like experience the Mars shit. I don't care about that. It's not like I'm going there to fight the Cabal. No, no I, I, I don't. don't care about that. But I went specifically to Iron Banner because I was like. I've got good loot. Hey, I've got Thorn and Galahad. No, you can't equip both at the same time. But it's like, hey, I've got these good pieces of loot. I want to put it up against these other people's best and see what it is. The, the fact that that doesn't exist as of yet in Destiny 2, like the fact that they don't have that plethora of offerings of like th- these are the different PvP experiences you can have. I don't think that's cool. That doesn't make sense. Like, I, like in terms of the single player, you've got, hey, you can go and do patrol missions on the planet. You can come and do some strikes. You can go and do the meditations if you want to replay through the single I player stuff. I forgetting about those. You have these different types of experiences you can go to in the PvE, the raid. Like, that all right. makes sense. But for the PvP to be like, hey... Here's quick play where you just want to fuck around. Here's competitive where you're going to be expected to communicate with your team. Here's trials where that's the same thing. And Iron Banner where I presume that's also the same thing. That kind of sucks. And I hope they maybe move towards a way where they start to pull these apart and make them more unique experiences. Right. Because I, mean, I really appreciated that about... What I think they should have done is had a specific gameplay mode that it's only active during Iron Banner. That would make sense to me. Instead, it's just going to be one of the gameplay modes that it, it always right. is, right? Yeah, if they're just like, it's control. I think it is control, And here's right? the one map you're playing on for the whole weekend. Yeah, it, like, is, it is control. <laughs> it's not one map, though. Okay, that's good. But but the armor does look awesome. Yeah, the... Like, the, really fucking The Warlock cool. armor looks like a samurai, and I totally want it. So, I, good job. It all, yeah, you succeeded the armor in making sweet. me want to play it. It's the only it. reason let, I let took part in the, begin. in the faction rally was so I... Yeah, Gosh. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't necessarily sound like it's going to be as much of a grind anymore. Okay. Because... It's a full oh, it set will, of armor. It will be because they're, you're going to get ten of the same armor piece. <laughs> that's uh, that's entirely until true. you get one of the next ones, and then you're going to get fifteen of the auto rifles. In like the way they locked off the loot in the Iron Banner was always kind of the tough part to me. Of like, okay, this means I got to be playing Iron Banner every day this week they in order to get it. to rank five. They did. They did changed they? it later on, and it was much more feasible. It sounds like this is even more streamlined of, like, you're getting rep tokens yeah, you get, and you turn it in and you get an engram. And that's yeah. how it is. Destiny, so cool. the uh, the slot machine. Are there weapons? 
I don't. We don't. That hasn't been confirmed. They just kind of showed off the armor. Apparently, it says Bungie hints at some mysterious changes and rewards. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) changes. I read that much of the article. (laughs) The changes, I think, mainly pertain to the prestige raid. Uh, They're changing some of the mechanics of the different sections of the raid. I think is what it meant. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's good that we're reading the article now. No, please keep talking so I can read it and then I can chime in. I yeah, the armor. The armor looks really sweet. Looks this, awesome. This warlock looks yeah. so rad. Very cool. Look at the Titan armor. Look how sweet his helmet is. They're they're all very very. I cool. want all the helmets Ooh, with horns on them. It's amazing. Um, yeah. The more horns you can put on a helmet, the better it is. Pretty much. Not necessarily. I thought the stag looked retarded. No, it was cool. It was just you. It looked. It wasn't as cool as the ram though, for obvious reasons. The ram was cool. Yeah, being a goat. Well, no, a goat, a ram sonic. Yeah, so it sounds like the goat. Sheep, the prestige sheep, raid is. I don't really know. Sheep, rams are sheep. Prestige raid is recommended power level three hundred. They are going to be figuring out who's doing world first. Like they are paying attention to that. So I don't yeah. know if there's going to be like a special something something for that. But um, something something. The the I, they say here our goal is not to provide a boon to your character progression, but they are unique rewards to help you shine. So this must be the auras that are still locked. Yeah, right? or just new shaders. All <laughs> shaders. If you finish the prestige raid, it goes back to the old shader system. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all of your shaders turn into single use. Like you, uh, you can equip yeah. and unequip. Yeah. Now I have no interest in doing prestige nightfalls or raids. Honestly. I I want to do it because I would like to actually get all the trophies As, at some point. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Are they adding a trophy? Well, we, you can get it for no. doing the prestige the, nightfall. Well, yes, you yeah. can get that same trophy yeah, for yes. doing the nightfall. Yep. Yeah, it says prestige. I meant one of those two at least. That's fair. I would maybe do it once, but or I if don't. there's special, uh, there's probably specific loot. I don't think there is, though. I don't know. Yeah, it says there are unique rewards. Well, okay, for the for to the help raid, you yes. Shine. Oh, it is. It's got to be the auras. It's got to be the yeah, auras. Which what do the auras actually do? <laughs> they just is it just a cosmetic thing again? It probably or? just makes you glow. Like yeah, it's like that blue glowing effect you can get in the farm. Oh yeah, just all the time. That's cool. Not you. You glow <laughs> gold though. I don't know. Anyway, Brian, your other story that you didn't read. I'm just kidding. Uh, did I did read this, but this. it was like weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Nintendo Switch has uh, golf hidden in it. Every yeah. single one of them. Mm-hmm. In a- it's in the firmware. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Built into the firmware. John's just laughing because... <laughs> golf the fucking game. read the article. <laughs> golf <laughs> the, the game. <laughs> he just picks the article out and doesn't even read it. <laughs> All right, I did read it weeks ago. So I just forgot it. Here's here's so here's here's the story. Plus, Alex said he hasn't talked enough. So <laughs> somebody <laughs> somebody went into the Switch firmware and pulled it apart and found an emulator called Flog, and it turned out that it wasn't only just an emulator, but it was golf, Spelled the original backwards. NES game. No way, emulated. And they managed to, like, hack it together and get it running and found out that not only is it an emulated version of NES Golf, but it actually has motion controls and it works with the Joy-Con. So you could basically play golf with the Joy-Con and actually use these motion controls to play an NES game. That's pretty cool. Hmm. 
Then I don't remember reading that. Part. Something more came out of it. Somebody realized, or so, at least somebody, somebody from the Eight Four Play podcast actually kind of went on Twitter and was like, "Hey, people are talking about this idea that it's an omomori, which is like a little charm that you can get or, or put up at like a, a Japanese temple." To kind of safeguard or protect somebody or something, that kind of Don't thing. Don't they have those in Neo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the this I one is remember. kind of... Like, this is the idea that this was built into the NES firmware... Or, the, excuse me, the Switch firmware in order to kind of, like, protect it and act as, an, as a charm. But then it also came together. Somebody figured out, either through data mining that firmware more or something like that, this emulator, this game becomes available one day of the year. It is July 11th, which is the death day of Iwata, the former president of Nintendo. And you have to do his Nintendo Direct movement with the Joy-Cons in order to activate it on that day. Really? To play it. So it's only available for that day. You cannot change the date if you have ever... You can change the date If you've ever gone on the internet, you're screwed. Yes, because... If you buy a brand new Switch and you don't go on the internet, you can activate this. You can can change the date to July 11th and play it. But you have to have a brand new Switch if you're going to do it that way. Pick up that one at Meyer. (laughs) That's there. Otherwise, otherwise you've got to wait until... until, July 11th the next we'll have, I'm going to put that in my calendar. We're going to have to do yeah, that. that would Too be bad cool. somebody didn't figure this out earlier in the year. I know, right? But well, that's the thing. I mean, was it really meant to be figured out? And that's like, the thing. Like Nintendo has not come out and confirmed anything about this. They have not said a word. Number one, probably because they don't want to applaud people hacking apart their firmware is probably right. the main thing. But also, like it, maybe this was just a thing that was in there to be meaningful to people who worked at Nintendo and knew Iwata and that right. kind of thing. But it's pretty cool. Jesus, though. if that's not touching, like that's fucking awesome. That's yeah, such mean, a cool Easter egg to put into your system. Well, and it's a it's a, a great memorial to an amazing person who affected that company. And that was the other thing. Golf was programmed by him. Yeah. Low, because the I idea believe. yeah, people were like, Hey, we're not gonna fit eighteen holes of golf on the two kilobytes that this NES cartridge is or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, uh, challenge, challenge accepted. accepted. And then he went and did it. So there's an even another, like that's an added level of awesomeness to it. So it's just a really cool story and everybody's probably heard it by now, but I figured we should bring it up. Yeah. I'm sure. sure there will be a, a lifetime movie about it at some point. Yes. Probably not. No. Hallmark channel. Yes. Uh, the game. Anything else on your story? Brian? <laughs> No, I think I uh, summed it up pretty good. You did. Good. You did a great job. Uh, so, a Red Dead uh, trailer came out uh, at the end of September. Hell yeah. Um, it looks awesome. That's really it's all I have right to now. say about that. It, it's gorgeous. The uh, horse has animated nuts, we've John pointed out earlier. <laughs> John, the first thing John sees it's very in the important. Um, so, it appears that it's going to be a prequel. Which I don't think we knew before this trailer came out. Especially since it's titled Red Dead Redemption 2. But I don't think it has anything to do with John Marston. It is the gang that John Marston was a part of as a child or younger. So he was... In the first game he talks about being a part of Dutch's gang. Ah, And these... The characters that you see in this game... Like it appears the main character or one of the main characters is this dude named Morgan who works for Dutch and Dutch's gang. 
So okay. and then Dutch Dutch does appear some somewhere in here like talking to Morgan at some point. But um, there's swamps and there's crocodiles in them and that's it looks scary. terrifying and that's awesome. <laughs> there's also bears and they look like they are in lakes. So it sounds like we can no longer push them into lakes to make them inactive anymore. Right. <laughs> but they, damn they it, if fishing. we're not going to try, <laughs> really, you'll probably just draw a crocodile closer to you. Exactly. By a bear in. Yeah. So. Uh, no, it looks great. They're still saying spring 2018. I'm, uh, I'm projecting uh, fall 2018. Yeah, I would think by then at least. <clears throat> they could still meet spring, but I just... It's it's Rockstar, so you have to be skeptical. So Right. Um, any thoughts on Red Dead other than it's Red Can't Dead? Can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to have a very large posse. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to get some goodwill hunting going. That's for damn sure. But, uh, yeah, and then other than that, my other story that I wanted to bring up, The Witness is now out on iPad. It's only, it's only $10. $10. I know. That's what I, I saw when I looked this up. Again. I kind of just want to buy, buy it again, even though now I could play it in, like, 4K or, like, 2K, 144 yeah. frames on my computer. It has been revamped to completely use touch controls. So that kind of, not revamped, but they just designed it. I always it. thought it would be a perfect game for touch control. Totally. So that, like, that's kind of I why I mean, I'm like, like, navigating the island would be kind of irritating, but, yeah. like, the actual puzzles are going to be great. It would be perfect. Yeah. Like, so, I, I kind of want to check it out. I think everybody who has access to an iPad that can run it should buy it for $10. Yeah, I, that's one of the other ones I want to pick up, because I haven't played it at all. So yeah. I think you have be, a, the best iPad of all of us. I guess so. that's true. Yeah, out of the three of us, it's so good. It's a beautiful game. I still um, haven't finished it. That's a shame because it's it's. Fantastic. I got stuck. I didn't know what to do, and I didn't feel like cheating. Sounds like you just got to start over on iPad now. <sighs> I don't even <laughs> think I could figure out some of that stuff again. <laughs> Uh yeah, that's the thing. It it came out at thirty nine ninety nine on the other platforms. It still is thirty nine ninety nine. Um. I think they put it out for 20 bucks on the Nvidia Shield earlier this year. Um but now it's $10 on iOS and that's so low that everybody should They've be made it. their money at this point so they can probably afford to do Totally um, version. Yeah. Well, and, plus and I, I think, think I think there's a breaking point of how much money people will pay on a touch on a on a mobile device, yeah, you know? Yeah, 10 like, bucks. That's is, exactly what the Polygon thing says here. Yeah. It says Thecla, who's the the company that um, ported it, said they're selling the iOS version for $10 in the App Store, a quarter of the price, uh and it's because they just know that it's like I mean, look, four, five dollars is asking a lot of look somebody at, for an iOS. Look at game. the Square Enix games that are on touch devices. Like it's like not touch, mobile devices. Like all of those Square Enix games are like fifteen dollars or more, and I refuse to buy them until they go on sale for mm-hmm. like five bucks. Yeah. Like it's just like I like that's just like are you kidding me? I don't like one of the Final Fantasies was like twenty five dollars, and I'm like no fucking way yeah. am I going to pay twenty five dollars for a game I'm playing on my phone? Like, no thanks. No way. No thanks. I had a hard enough time back in the day buying polyphonic ringtones for 99 cents, let alone this <laughs> bullshit. Like, yeah. So $10, I think, is a good price point, especially considering like how much you guys really enjoyed it and the amount of time you've spent playing totally it. Totally I mean, worth $10. It blows Catan out of the water, I'm sure. So. <laughs> that's that's kind of the crazy thing. Like, I guess that's maybe a really cool idea, is the idea that, like, okay, this is coming out on consoles at a premium, $39.99, which is still less than, than other retail games. But they put it out, and then... A year later, a year and a half later, almost two years later, they're like, hey, now we can put it out on iOS cheaper. 
Well, and that's the recoup other, like, even more money back. And, and again, this, again, I feel like it's one of those games where like people who have played it already and own it on consoles will probably buy it on their touch device and play it on the go, like you know, just because it has puzzles and it's one. You know, I don't like. I just feel like it's one of those games that you guys would. You know, I'm totally gonna pick it up because then next time I'm on a flight and I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. How about I just hop into the witness for a yeah. little bit? Like it's it's totally that kind of game where you could just set it down and then pick it back up later. Yeah, on. you just finish a set of puzzles and move on. Yeah. So, it's, or you set it down when you can't figure. For sure, anything and that's out. like Megan would be into it. She really likes those sort of puzzle games. Like the, totally. Like, what is it like the room or something like yep. that? That's on. Like she likes those and. Uh, I told like, you that a while ago. Yeah, you so she, get that. No, so I know. I'm, I'm telling. I'm telling the podcast but this, listeners. Yeah, like the the iPad version is going to be more accessible to the people that are like, hey, I like those puzzle solving then iPads. She's yeah, use oh, for your sure. IPad. That's she can go out and buy her own. I bought my own. <laughs> <laughs> she has an iPad. It's not. This oh, really? One, yeah, she hasn't. It's like an iPad second gen or something uh, like that. It's old school. It's probably like thirty pounds. It it is way heavier it's than black mine, and white. But, it works. It gets the job done. She's taken on every trip she's been on. No, it's it's one of those. It's green. It's only green. Oh yeah, like way back in the day. It's not yeah. even black. It's like white. looking at one of those Fallout terminals. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's a, a CRT. CRT display. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to crank it to power it up. It's actually a iBox. The iBox. Not much of a pad. Yeah. So, I think that's it. That's it? Yeah. What are we doing next time? I don't know. You don't know? We can take a look. Next at time, the, oh, Mario's not next, out. Yeah, next yet. episode. No. Let's see. This is, what's tonight? Today's the <laughs> Today's the 8th. So, 15th plus 7. It'll, it's the 21st. 21st. I think is the, or no. No, 22nd. 20, I think it's the 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. So, the 22nd. I don't know what comes out between now and then. I don't think anything necessarily let's big. see 2017 in video games brought to you video gaming maybe by Such then all of us will have played content. a decent amount of stardew valley so we can talk about that yeah that more. would be cool actually review hey stardew you know valley. what we're gonna have played a decent amount of by then we could talk about Destiny iron too. banner and the prestige <laughs> raid yep um yeah so i know um we've got Middle Earth Shadow of War coming out. So Forza out. just came out. Hopefully you're going to play some of that. Stardew Valley just came out on the Switch, which is awesome. Uh, we could probably check that out. Um, Middle Earth Shadow of War is coming this Tuesday, but I don't... I'm not getting that because I just bought the original game and I'm I not barely getting that played it. Because <laughs> I don't want to reward their loot box microtransaction bullshit is kind of what... Also, I just don't... I don't care. Um, I don't the really Evil Within 2... On the 13th is interesting. Gran Turismo Sport. On the 17th, which also South has Park. VR. VR oh, really? support. Yeah. South Park, the Fractured Butthole is coming on the 17th as well. There's a game called Spelunker Party that I saw in Japan for Switch, and it's now coming to the U.S., so I'm probably going to check that out, but I think it's four-player co-op, so we should probably so do that. Does it have anything with Spelunky? Or anything it's, to do with it's, it? It's kind of like Spelunky. It's born out of a similar vein. I think I may end up picking up Assassin's Creed towards the end of the month as well. Yeah, it's coming out the same day Super as Mario Mario. Odyssey. God, <laughs> so many games, man. This yeah, is we've got... So the 27th oh, man. is we're gonna Assassin's have to Creed, do, Super Mario, and Wolfenstein. We're going to have to do like top tens this year. Like, I think so. I think so. Well, yeah, the first half of the year was just so good. Also, Destiny 2 comes out on the 24th, so you're not buying oh, Mario shit. anymore. <laughs> Son of a bitch. 
No, but anyway, by next time, we'll oh, Age of Empires out. Uh, Definitive Edition. I might get that. That comes out the seventeenth. Yep. Um, we'll figure something out. I know money's tight. Maybe we'll do something different or something like that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, thanks everybody for waiting. Yeah, we apologize for the delayed episode. Yeah, you guys probably um, moved out other podcasts, and nobody's going to hear. I this. hope not. That would be terrible. That would suck. But uh, if we you didn't wanna... have any feedback or anything. Like, uh, Alan Alan sent us an image of some really dope uh, wiring uh, on uh, somebody's setup. It was like a TV, and it had all the fancy ass like wiring that looked like circuitry leading off to the console. Yeah, that's, things on the that's, side. That's really that he, would be awesome. He said something about like you're probably like jerking off to this right now or something like that. I don't remember <laughs> what exactly the email was, but I was like, dude, totally. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wire porn. Yep. That's that's probably something totally. No, that's different. that's a there's a there's a subreddit. I think it's called um it might be called like cable porn or something like that. <laughs> I forget what it is. Cable porn, but it's I'll just pictures and, of people's like setups with their fancy it, cable I ties. I swear and to stuff. god. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't actually got doubt some cool uh, cable sleeves for my setup. Yeah. They're like uh eighteen yeah, inches long and they zip up. Oh yeah, you told me about those. Yeah. It's reddit.com slash r slash cable porn and it's people that are setting up like networking closets and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> um and apparently like an early Soviet. I'm not gonna bomb. deny that this is actually really interesting to see how that these just people looks like talk. a thermal detonator. Yeah, it does. That's for sure. Anyway. But yeah. Uh Alex, what's up next for the network? Going to Texas is pretty much wrapped. We are going to do a season two wrap up show since I went to Japan before we could do that. Um, I'm trying to finish rewatching season two in the meantime, so that'll probably be out um, uh, next week or the week after. Uh, At some point in October is pretty much the plan. And then also the the folks over at Horror Movie Yearbook uh, brought out their latest episode. It's episode 22, The Class of 1996. They're talking about From Dusk Till Dawn. The Craft and Scream, uh, which oh, may or may not be the first time they're talking about movies, movies I've actually seen. It was 96 the same year as Event Horizon? I think that was a little bit later, actually. But I've seen two out of three of those movies. That's pretty rare for me. Um, so that's what's going on right now. 97. 97 was Event Horizon. When they do so. 97, they better talk about Event Horizon. I have a really good story for them. I better. I will. I will guest. Up. I will guest host on that. Okay. If they would if, love if to they have would. me on. Uh, that being said, if you want to follow us, on, uh, follow us on social media. I got. It's. It's got. I have <laughs> to Sean show, show, social media. If, if, if like you want to follow us on social media, see all the places you can listen to or watch our show. Please check out MidwestGameNerds.com/links. That's better As than always. We would appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. and don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Twitch. 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 I'm not gonna lie, that was better than I expected, but also still terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Rough, just like your mother likes it, Trebek. I should have known you were doing Daryl Hammond's does. <laughs> ah. I'll take the rapist for one hundred. Uh, it, the it's the, the therapists, Mr. Connery. Yes. Anyways, yeah, be sure to check us out online, MidwestGamers.com slash links. Uh, and all the ways you can support us too at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com slash support. So that's support. funny. 
And uh, yeah, that's games. it. Uh, if you have any suggestions of things we should talk about, please do send them to us. Feedback. If you want to buy us a game to talk about yeah. next week, <laughs> taking donations for games, we'll Let talk us, about uh, whatever you buy us. We will talk about it. Yes, anything you purchase for us, but give to us. You need we will. you need to actually contact us. We just can't have people sending us Steam gifts or something. Yeah, let us know. And like the first person, even if it's like. No, if my it, little pony. anybody send whatever you send us, we will talk about it. We'll All review right. it. Whatever. That's fair. It's not but like we're gonna contact us and let us know, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, totally. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll check you out next time. Peace. <laughs>